What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, guys. Um, Okay, so the first group trip, um, or first and only group trip, was commenced uh, last night. And I have to say, I've actually never heard of Lake Arrowhead, living in California all my life. Um, I had to look it up. It's kind of near... um, you know, if you're going to go towards Palm Springs, I guess you would say, and then you kind of go up towards the mountains and it's up there. Um, but just from the shots that I saw on, on the show, um, it looks absolutely gorgeous there. Um, and it definitely looks like super, um, it looked like a super like lake town community. It kind of reminds me of like, um, a mini Tahoe kind of, cause Tahoe is like a full on city, but, um, yeah, this, this kind of looks like a, a a mini Tahoe kind of, um, also I don't understand like why they got such a big house and it was only four of them and Bronwyn wasn't even staying there. So technically it was only three of them. Um, I mean, even if all the women were coming, I didn't see the need for that big of a house, but, um, (laughs) I guess they could spread out more if I, I don't really know, but anyways, it looked like lots of fun. Another thing that I'm just still not really understanding is this whole investigation on Elizabeth. I don't really know. This whole thing kind of just came up out of left field. I don't know if like the women are just reaching for something to do or I don't, I don't really understand because Bronwyn doesn't want anybody talking about her or Shannon for that matter. But yet, you know, she's bringing up Elizabeth's past that has nothing to do with anything. Um, And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I don't really remember Elizabeth like, because they're saying that her stories are, like, not adding up. I don't really remember her telling a certain story where I'm just like, that doesn't sound right or whatever. I don't really know her. All I know is from what we were watching on the show. So, um, yeah, I I don't really understand where it's coming from. Um, And I guess I would say I'm on Elizabeth's side because I don't really want her to be talked about like that. I don't know. I mean, I just don't understand where they're coming up with this information and why it was even being brought up in the first place. Well, um, something that's become insanely evident, especially last night, uh, was Bronwyn's like blatant hypocrisy. Um, I mean, even, okay, so starting off with that video, first of all, um, you know, the women were supposed to self-isolate before they went on this vacation and she claimed, you know, that was beforehand. And then she was saying that like Kelly like skews the truth before she knew, um, you know, that they, but it's like, okay, think about this you're on a reality show and you're going on a group trip. You're told to take a COVID test and self-isolate. Okay, how do you not know that you're supposed to not be around any people without a mask on? I mean, it's like, come on. Um, So I don't know, I didn't really believe her on that. I feel like she should have just said, you know, I'm human and I made a mistake. That would have been better because honestly, it didn't look too good for her and it really just looked like she was being um, hypocritical. Another thing of, you know, or another sign of blatant hypocrisy was when they started talking about Shannon, mind you, not in really a negative way. They're just talking about her and the whole COVID situation. Um, And Bronwyn's like, well, I don't want to talk about her when she's sick. Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, I don't want to, I feel weird talking about her. It's like, okay, well, then, but you don't feel weird talking about Elizabeth behind her back. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's hypocritical. Um, so I definitely understand where the other women are coming from in that, in that sense. Um, you know, I know Bronwyn's got a lot going on. Everybody's got a lot going on, unfortunately. So, um, you know, that excuse doesn't really work. So, you know, the, the hypocrisy is there. I mean, there's not much else you can really say. 
it will be interesting moving forward to know more about um, kind of the or just understanding Bronwyn's marriage a little bit more only because now she's come out as gay um, that it's you know these months leading up you know when she's lashing out it's hard to tell whether that's from the sobriety or whether that's from her true feelings starting to come out I don't really know because it it was a little random um, that she just came out as gay I think it was um, I mean great for her but I'm just saying it's so random and um, so maybe it'll be interesting to see that journey a little bit um, and understand that a little bit more I think, because since we saw the mid-season preview, I think we're going to dive into that a little bit more. But, um, yeah, so while she's talking about her marriage right now, I think she's not really referring to being gay, um, but just marital issues in general. I don't know. Sean seems like a saint, so <laughs> there's that. Another thing that I wrote down um, was that, you know, I don't want to make light of COVID or anything like that, but in a way, I feel like... Um, you know, obviously Emily, you know, got COVID, but then Sean got COVID worse and it hit him a little bit harder. Um, I do have to say that in a way it's kind of, um, I feel like it's not good that it happened to them, but it's interesting that it happened to them because their marriage has been tested so many times, um, especially in the last few seasons. And, um, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, um, it's, not I don't want to say good but like it's interesting that it happened to them because you know um I think it makes them I think it made them stronger you know Emily's love for her husband really came through and um I'm sure Sean I'm sure his love came through a little bit more so I don't know it's just it's good to see them kind of bond in that way and honestly I feel like this whole quarantine brought them a little bit together I mean they were doing, you know, you could see Sean doing stuff at the house and they're having fun with the kids. And I mean, obviously it's crazy, but still, I think being home in that environment and not driving each other crazy in that way is, you know, a good sign because maybe that means that, you know, they're going back to the root of why they married in the first place because they were, they were best friends, you know? And so, um, obviously, I mean, you know, uh, I've never not said that COVID's not real or anything like that, but, um, you know, obviously some people get it worse than others. So I would say Sean was one of those people who, you know, you can't even really tell if it's COVID or if it's just everything else. And obviously since he was in perfect health, it was COVID. And like I said, you know, COVID, it's going to affect everybody in different ways. So, um, that's one of the, you know, more extreme cases, obviously Emily had it and nothing happened to her really. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you that that's, that's how people are affected. So honestly, it was kind of good for us to watch that um, and see. Honestly, terrible to watch, but, um, you know, like how he was saying, every hour is a fight to live. I mean, that's just so sad. Um, but um, I'm glad that he's back in health now. I mean, obviously, he's still alive. Um, and I'm glad that he fought that. And, um, yeah, it just goes to show that, like, um, you know, obviously, it's no joke. But um, it definitely, I think, brought them closer in a sense. There is one more thing that I wanted to say, and I just want to um, kind of keep it brief, but I don't know. Um, I feel like up until this point, Bravo has done a great job of keeping politics off of the show. And and when I say politics, I just mean in general, like, you know, um, certain political policies, some ideal some ideologies, um, some of the women's personal views, 
Um, and I feel like Bravo's done a pretty good job of that, minus the one time on New York when Carol Wadsworth had, um, you know, like a, an election party and she was all upset because Trump, you know, lost, or I'm sorry, Trump won. Trump won. Um, I have to say, they've done a pretty good job up until this point, you know, of keeping politics off the show. But I just want to say, like, it's kind of, um, it's kind of a bummer to see, like, you know, that stuff being talked about between the women. Obviously, I mean, I don't really want to get into it because, you know, everybody has different views on everything, right? I don't want to offend anybody. But, um, I mean, just from my observation, you could totally tell that that conversation between Kelly and Bronwyn was very... Um, edited, very clipped up, um, and if you don't know what I mean by that, just go back and watch the scene because you can see all these different camera angles and all these shortcuts, but the audio is still there. So that's that's basically the, what I mean by um, a cut up scene. So um, you know, without trying to make anybody look bad or anything like that, I just want to say that you know, um, I don't watch Bravo to like you know. Uh, hear other people's political opinions I really don't I watch it because um, it takes me away from the world and its troubles and everything obviously with COVID it's kind of hard because it's a reality show right so we're we're watching these women's lives play out through the reality that we're all living in and um, I just I don't like you know when they talk about you know certain political issues um, that's pretty much it I'm I'm Fair with talking about everything else, you know, because uh, it's a reality show, I understand. But I feel like politics are one of those conversations where, you know, they should stay off of entertainment TV um, only because, you know, these women are representing this whole network. And for them to include that in the show, that just kind of gives away the whole network's views, right? Um, or it puts them in a position to be vulnerable to those people who, you know, uh, you know, maybe watching who have a certain political view. So anyways, I just I just wanted to say that like, um, I hope you guys know that I will try my best to keep the politics off of, Bra- off of Bravo and the podcast. Like I'll, I'll try to keep my best to eliminate that. <laughs> I feel like this conversation is turning dark. Eliminate, eliminate that off the podcast just because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to, um, you know, take away from you know, the whole reason why we all watch Bravo and the reason why, you know, we have our fun and we listen to Housewives Happy Hour, hopefully, and (laughs) just enjoy ourselves. So um, with that being said, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say from last night's episode. (laughs) Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, So far, I think the women are doing a pretty good job of like, you know, taking the COVID measures seriously and everything. So um, I don't know. I sounds it sounds like we're coming near the end i know andy tweeted out a couple weeks ago that they were filming the orange county reunion coming up so um yeah i think we're nearing the end and i hope that um you guys are enjoying it so far um but yeah i will see you guys next week Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.